This is a Suno India production and you're listening to the Suno India show. It's hardly news that the third wave of the COVID-19 pandemic has set in. Health Ministry has said that the Omicron variant has spread through cities of India, particularly Mumbai, Kolkata and Delhi. The government is urging people to get vaccinated with not just one dose but two complete doses. As per the health ministry, more than 65% of the people in the country have taken both the doses. In December, when the news of Omicron virus started coming in, several states started taking punitive measures for those who are not fully vaccinated. The Kerala government announced that the state will not provide free treatment to covid patients if they are not vaccinated some states such as delhi and maharashtra made it compulsory for government employees to be vaccinated puducherry made vaccination mandatory in december puducherry has become the first among states and union territories to enforce mandatory vaccination in a big move the puducherry administration has made vaccination mandatory in the union territory As per the latest figures the union territory puducherry has one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country a little over 58% of adults have received the first dose of vaccination and only 39% of the people have received the second dose the haryana government also recently announced that complete vaccination is compulsory for several basic activities like going to a bank this is the latest from the state अगर आपने कोविड वैक्सीन के दोनों डोज नहीं लगवाए तो नए साल में हरियाणा के रेस्टोरेंट मॉल बैंक दफ्तर और भीड़भाड़ वाली जगहों में आपको एंट्री नहीं मिलेगी वाइल दीज मेजर्स सीम इंट्यूटिवली इफेक्टिव टू दे रियली वर्क एंड इज इट एथिकल टू कम्पेल समू टेक कोविड नाइन्टीन वैक्सीन दीज क्वेश्चन बिकम मोर अर्जेंट एज द गवर्नमेंट हैज एक्सपैंडेड द वैक्सीन प्रोग्राम टू टीन एजर्स बिटवीन द एजेस ऑफ फिफ्टीन टू एटीन ईयर्स The government has also decided to give a protective dose for health workers and senior citizens. Hi, I'm Meenaka Rao reporting for this episode of the Suno India show. To figure this out, I spoke to Dr. Sunita Sheel Bandewar, one of the working editors of the Indian Journal of Medical Ethics and the independent researcher in the area of bioethics and global health. I also spoke to Dr. Prabir Chatterjee, a senior health professional. He was the director of the State Health Resource Center in Chhattisgarh. The State Health Resource Center is a technical support institute for the state's health ministry. He was the director of Chhattisgarh's State Health Resource Center, a technical support institute to the state's health ministry. Dr. Prabir has worked with several governments for increasing vaccine reach. He told me that in his experience, vaccine mandates do not work. One is it will frighten people off. why should a government want to force you to take a vaccine if it's, if you don't want it the moment uh, people uh, hear that the government is forcing you uh, people will be scared there's always some group of people who scared of the government uh, it could be uh, a gender group it could be a minority religion it could be a language communities who are vulnerable often already have bad experiences with healthcare system and the government in general a certain segment of i would if i may use the word uh, some of the vulnerable uh, communities and marginalized communities uh, persons with disability trans persons 
let's say sex workers all of these kind of you know socially uh, marginalized communities they already have very uh, unhealthy kind of experiences in relation to accessing care even otherwise even in the uh, so called normal circumstances uh, and during the these kind of pandemic times they probably were now there is evidence in fact all over the world and in india there is evidence recently oxfam came out with a survey and they documented the discrimination that has been experienced by different kinds of marginal communities across you know uh, religion caste uh, and all these kind of uh, vulnerable communities and that's how they have been experiencing uh, discrimination within the healthcare system and that has been now uh, i would say is been uh, further kind of you know worsened uh, during these kind of pandemic times and that really could be one of the reason why it demotivates from them to really engage with the healthcare system or even explore uh, uh, accessing the uh, the healthcare facilities for vaccination the oxfam study which sunita is referring to you can find a link in the show notes it found out that more than 20% of dalits and adivasis and a third of muslims who were surveyed said that they were discriminated against on the ground of religion caste in hospitals or by healthcare professionals sunita doesn't approve of the term vaccine hesitancy for these very structural reasons and i think conceptually vaccine hesitancy is somewhat flawed just because when i say vaccine hesitancy it seems like the individuals are to be looked at and uh, one could explain their reluctance to get vaccinated at the individual level and probably that's not how the vaccine hesitancy in courts uh, has evolved and i think it is something to do with how the system has engaged with its own people or citizens and vulnerable communities or the most marginalized communities and if that is the case then i would really say what has been the vaccine reach and how the entire messaging has happened over the uh last two years time uh from the policy makers government and the concerned bodies and the ministries and how that might have contributed people to be uh sort of you know shutting themselves off from uh getting vaccinated dr prabir gave an interesting example of his experience in pakur district of jharkhand he was informed that one child was not taking the polio vaccine and the father had fought with the vaccinator uh so pakur block itself is a muslim majority block and bengali speaking muslims uh, who are a bit suspicious of jharkhand government simply because they are bengali speaking i mean there's as suspicious of a uh, urdu speaker as they of a of a hindi speaker and uh, this man got irritated with the vaccinator who was walking in and he pushed her around and in jharkhand they marked the walls not with chalk but with uh, geru and so she had this uh, tin of paint in her hand and the tin of paint got spilt and uh, then the man disappeared and the mother was refusing to vaccinate the child and i got the news the 10 15 kilometers from pakur town i went in i chatted as i went in as a small child let me buy a packet of sweets so i bought a packet of sweets gave the child a sweet child started uh, you know uh, clinging sort of a thing that small kids do to a 3 year old uh, kid an uncle has come he'll come and sit on your lap and that type of a thing 
and then trying to persuade the grandparents and the mother keeps saying i'm waiting for the my husband to come back the husband always be very frightened because he's pushed somebody around so he thinks some people will be after him so the husband's not reappearing and she's saying he's gone for a bath i say will i wait any longer and they said no nah, it's okay you give the child the vaccine got friendly with them by then na so i gave the vaccine and as i come out the stupid the smo who was posted there he uh, had got told he went and uh, phoned the collector and the collector was an engineer and the collector sent the police in and the police picked up the husband of the child after the child got the vaccine and took the man to the thana so i complained bitterly to the smo who said no 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 it's a mistake i shouldn't have done it this and that and uh, in the evening they obviously had to send the man back because there's no case na he hadn't done anything he just knocked over a tin of paint but the next time round that village entire village refused to take vaccines because you uh, put in unnecessary force totally unnecessary two lozenges would have got that child to get, uh, take the vaccine in fact the child did take the vaccine after getting the lozenges and unnecessarily they showed police even the police said don't be stupid it doesn't matter that the collector ordered us we'll frighten the man by taking him to the thana but we can't arrest him or something no there's no case against him the unnecessary harassment of people always brings vaccine rates down and it's happened over and over again all over the place the moment you put police in the moment you put force in the moment you say the administration is after you people will refuse to take vaccines both sangeeta and dr prabir reminded that in the beginning of the year many people were suspicious about the way covid-19 vaccines were approved for emergency use authorization it seemed like a rush at least in certain segment of population i would imagine that people start feeling anxious about the very science of those uh, candidates vaccines or whatever those medical intervention is in in the case of covid-19 vaccination they definitely has played a role uh, at least for certain segment of population as i said earlier uh, in this context if one pushes the uh, and making the vaccination mandatory in fact it would strengthen and vindicate people's uh, skepticism about science of vaccination thinking that uh we are being pushed into it just because they are not confident about the efficacy or effectiveness of the uh the 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 kind of you know vaccine candidates which are currently being used and this is how it could become uh, counterproductive because people might really uh not really even respond to the vaccine mandate besides the vaccines are no longer meant to protect you from infection but only severe infection while explaining vaccination in relation to the omicron variant and the protective dose dr balram bhargav the director general of the indian council of medical research reminded that none of the covid-19 vaccines prevent infection they only reduce the severity of the disease in terms of hospitalization and death we have to remember one important point and that is the most important point is that all covid vaccines whether it be from india from israel from usa from europe from uk or, or china all these vaccines are primarily disease modifying they do not prevent infection so they are not infection preventing in terms of the omicron 
the virus is spreading to fully vaccinated people and even those with booster shots dr prabir said that this fact makes vaccine mandates completely unethical because a person not taking the vaccine is only possibly increasing his or her own risk of severe disease the vaccine is barely reducing the chance of transmitting the infection to others suppose you do give the vaccine are you going to pre- prevent omicron you are not going to prevent omicron because omicron doesn't seem to be prevented very well by even two doses of the vaccine so it's fairly stupid to rush into an order just because omicron has come so omicron is not going to be affected by the vaccine the reason for the vaccine is to prevent the delta uh, variant deaths or the old alpha variant deaths and that's been taking some time you don't even have enough vaccine so there's no logic whatsoever there's no emergency and whatever new has happened is not a justification at all and if a person doesn't take the vaccine they will be in trouble na the neighboring person is not getting the disease so far as we know a person who's vaccinated has less chance of getting the disease person who's not vaccinated has full chances of getting the disease so you're not protecting anybody else by getting the vaccine the vaccine protects only the person who takes it so if a person doesn't take it they're not protecting themselves that's their hassle na so i i see no ethical reason to force people to take the vaccine what may have caused some level of reluctance on the part of people to take the vaccine is the lack of monitoring of adverse effects following immunization or what is called aefi and these effects include death aefi monitoring has been weak right from the beginning we've shouted about it we made comments about it there have been deaths and uh, they deserve to be compensated because everybody is being vaccinated in the interest of uh, the country that was the original uh, slogan so if everybody is being asked to take the vaccine which is what was happening right at the beginning all over 60 were being told take the vaccine if a person dies due to a side effect after the vaccine they must be given compensation na because they were sort of uh, trial dummies na uh, in the first two or three months particularly uh, people didn't know whether the vaccine was working or not when i took the vaccine we weren't very clear whether it was uh, working or not so you can't just give us a vaccine and you don't know that it's got side effects and then i die of the side effect i know people who've died of the, i mean i know people who have friends who died of the side effect uh, and they're quite upset it's not just that they're upset it's unfair by them no? they were forced into the vaccine at that time they didn't know the side effects neither did the doctor giving them and therefore they weren't careful about the possibility of a side effect so the afis have to be compensated and if they don't comp- if they compensate the early ones they're going to have to continue to compensate everybody who gets afi they're not many so the government should work that into their plan the government examines the reported adverse effects following vaccination in their own website i counted more than 100 deaths reported following the covid-19 vaccination many have been hospitalized both dr prabir and sunita said that the adverse effects need to be communicated clearly you have to tell the truth hai na If people want to refuse it after that let them refuse it don't exaggerate the truth and don't exaggerate uh, the safety either the government also needs to take on rumors and misinformation related to vaccines head on there is a section of globally you know there is a fairly 
large number of people who do believe that entire so that's they are labeled as anti-vax but they're not entirely wrong you know i mean we i might not agree with them but what i'm saying is because we are not making as policymakers we are not putting our efforts together and making a point that those are preempted or responded to because every time you can't just shut people off saying that you know what you are saying is rubbish well if you are if that person is rubbish then try help him understand why it is rubbish sunita says that eventually it is only clear communication that will help people understand the importance of vaccination if government has not been able to communicate to its uh, citizens in a manner that they understood what the why the vaccination is important and uh, to be able to communicate this is generally called as you would know risk uh, the risk communication or the communication related to the risks of that uh, intervention and if that is not being communicated to uh, people there is also reluctance then and then you know you'll get to uh, people get to read the news uh, or see the news or you know now with the social media this nobody is away from the news that are being floating around or some of that is sort of you know not exactly authentic or based on science but people do really have access to all kinds of communication and in that if the uh, authentic genuine scientifically informed communication gets lost uh, then what happens uh, in the minds of the people is that sort of you know once again that that they do not know the downsides and the pluses and benefits and the risks from the government or the scientific bodies and that would really add up to the uh, additional skepticism uh, skepticism uh, amongst the common people please rate our podcast and leave a comment if you like it underreported and underrepresented stories can become mainstream only if it reaches more people So please support us by visiting a contributing page on our website sunoindia.in or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram.